Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side Hi everybody. and ask Welcome Julie Ryan. Ask Julie Ryan show. I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. Got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we will get to them in just a second. We have been celebrating my husband Tim's birthday. It's like this week-long event. I told him that this afternoon. His birthday was actually yesterday, but we were out to dinner with the grandkids last weekend, and of course, I brought a cake and a million candles. <laughs> and he said, man, that stuff's throwing off some heat. I said, well, when you get to be old, you know, you got to use a lot of candles. So that was fun. The other thing that was funny on his actual birthday yesterday, I fixed him lunch in between talking with clients. I fixed him an omelet and a bagel and I put a birthday candle and lit it in the omelet and took it in and sang happy birthday to him. And he, he was laughing so hard he about fell out of his chair behind his desk. So, you know, you got to keep it fun at this stage, at really at every stage of the game, but especially at this stage of the game. One quick reminder, my Ask Julie Ryan Live's next Tuesday, the 18th, July 18th. So you want to sign up for that. It's a blast. It is so much fun. It's like the show, but it goes two hours. We don't have any breaks. I can spend more time with you. And I give away amazing prizes, you guys. It's a party. And the party favors are free sessions with me, free classes with me, free books, stuff like that. So just go to AskJulieRyan.com slash live and sign up for it and uh, you can come join the fun. Looks like our first caller is Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hello, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So Terrific. I have, where, where are you? From, um, Lindsburg, Kansas. Okay. Terrific. Yeah. I have a uh, two and a half year old grandson who is obviously wonderful. Um, seems like a very happy child, but he is not talking. He makes noises. He laughs. He communicates with actions, shrugs, nods. And I'm just wondering if we're dealing with a stubborn boy or something more serious. What's his name, Marianne? His name is Reese. Reese. Okay. Is he an only child? Does he have older siblings? He's an only child, the first child. He's an only child. All right. Well, what I'll do is I'll connect to you energetically, and then I'll go from you to Reese, and we'll talk to him and see what he says. He seems to be developmentally sound and everything else. Yeah, he walked late, but he walks now without any problems. Was he a preemie? Nope. Well, a week. Okay. Eh. I think that's all a big guessing game anyways. Because preemies will will walk late. My son, Jonathan, was born a month early, and he didn't walk till he was a year and a half. 
and his teeth, he, he didn't lose his baby teeth until he was older. Like a lot of kids start losing their baby teeth in kindergarten. He was losing them in second grade. So he was a little bit, but that child was talking in sentences before he could walk. So it didn't seem to hold him back much. So let me um, connect to you. Here we go. How this works for those of you that are first time listeners, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Marianne in Kansas and then from Marianne to Reese. And then we'll we'll have a little chat with Reese and see what's going on. All right, here we go. All right, got you going to Reese. Reese, I'm talking to your, what does he call you? Grandma. You know, he doesn't call me anything, but <laughs> his parents call me grandma. grandma. Yeah. Grandma. Is that what you chose? You want to be grandma? You don't care. Uh, I don't care. Just call me, right? I don't care. I'm a Mimi. You look like a Gigi to me. So I think... You know, Grandma, I think of blue hair. You don't have blue hair. Okay, I digress. No, she has brown hair for those of you listening on the radio or on the podcast. Okay, Reese, what's up with the talking? Are you are you uh, just taking everything in and then you're going to start out by talking very eloquently with a huge vocabulary. He goes, yeah, something like that. I I don't think there's a problem, Marianne. I think he's just very observant. I think he's uh he's just paying attention to everything. And he's gonna he's gonna come out and he's probably gonna his first words are gonna probably be the Gettysburg address or something like that. <laughs> yeah. What are his parents but his parents talking to the doctors? What are they saying? He's seeing a speech therapist. Um, okay. They don't seem to be terribly concerned at this point, um, but he does see a speech therapist every week. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking his little spirit. So what we're doing is we're talking telepathically to his spirit. And I'm saying, are you having trouble taking the ideas in your head into language. He said, no, I'm just watching everything. I mean, he was pretty adamant about that. Like, no, yeah, not an issue. I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, but but give him something easier to say to call you instead of grandma, like Gigi or Mimi or, you know, mama or something easier. He'll probably come out and call you grandmother. You watch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy him. Thank you very much. I always do. Okay. Thanks, Marianne. Looks like our next caller is Wednesday. Hi, Wednesday. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm fine. It's been a while. I know. I I love your name because I always think of the Adams Family. Yes. The TV show. It's very popular is, is that, right now. <laughs> I know it. We saw that Catherine Zeta Jones plays Morticia. I thought, what a perfect casting role. Yeah. It's terrific. Well, tell everybody where you are. I'm in Florida. I'm in Ocala, Florida. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? Yes, I do. It's about my mother. Um, I spoke with her earlier, so she gave me permission. 
and she's been going through some health issues. Um, about maybe three years ago, she had uh, an open heart surgery. And then just last year, maybe she did chemo and stuff. She had breast cancer. So she went through mm-hmm. all of that. So now she calls me and she tells me her foot is black. Like, what do you mean your foot is black? It's not getting any circulation. It's not um, gangrene, but it's not getting any circulation. So her specialist is sending her to a specialist. Like, it's freaking me out. Like, like what is going on? It's one thing after another with her. Mm -hmm. Remind me of her first name, Wednesday. Barbara. Barbara. All right, I'm going to connect to you like what I just did with Marianne. I'm going to connect to you and then I'm going to go from you to your mama. I'm going to ask her if I can scan her. Sounds like a vascular issue going on with her foot. And if she'll let me scan her and work on her, we'll we'll rotor-rooter her vascular system and give it a tune-up so we can get some blood going down there. Okay, here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading down to Ocala, horse country. And Can you uh, send it to New country. Jersey? She's in New Jersey. Oh, okay, I will. But I'm hooking into you in Ocala first to connect with her. And Ocala, for those of you that don't know, Ocala, they raise racehorses down there and other horses. And I heard Wednesday it's because there's so much calcium in the ground there that the grass that that they eat. Yeah, the grass that they (laughs) eat. makes them grow bigger and stronger and faster. And then they send them up to Kentucky. So, all right, got you going to Barbara in New Jersey. Barbara, I'm talking to Wednesday. Great name. You did a good job naming her. She said, I know, I love it. Uh, May I scan you energetically? She says, by all means, meaning yes. All right, so shooting energy from her feet up through the top of her head. Is it her right foot? The energy went to her right foot first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Okay, so imagine that the vascular system looks like a network because I want you to envision this because you're my helper, all right? So picture what I'm going to describe in your head because you're my helper. And and everybody listening, picture what I'm talking about because we're all working on Miss Barbara here. So vascular system's a network of tubing. Think of aquarium tubing. Sometimes aquarium tubing gets gunk in it Wednesday. And so we have to either change out the tubing or we clean it out. And so what we're doing with your mom is the the femoral artery that goes down her leg is there's a corkscrew in there. Imagine like a corkscrew like you would use to open a bottle of wine and it's spinning really fast and it's morselating any kind of debris that's in there. The kind of debris that goes in there is like dead cells and, you know, and other things when a nerve gets damaged. And so that's happening and then it's being irrigated. I love to see this part because the irrigation fluid comes flying out the end of her toes, makes her foot look like a sprinkler. And then I'm putting in stem cell energy Light amber colored gel, sparkles, reminds me of Dippity Doo hair gel. And there's a vortex spinning above her knee, and that's going to regenerate that artery, the femoral artery in her leg that's going to bring the blood supply 
down to her foot. Is she able to walk on it? Does she have feeling in it? Some days she can walk on it and some days she just can't get out of bed. Because it's painful or because she doesn't have any feeling or both? Both. Okay. All right. Is she diabetic Wednesday? She was pre-diabetic before all of the surgeries. Mm-hmm. So, so, so she's, she's better, better now, now, though, with that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, hopefully that will help. They'll, they'll, he's sending her to a vascular specialist, and they'll be able to do some tests on her and find out what's going on to do that. So hopefully that will help because it's already healed on the energetic level and then the healing will integrate into her body and that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months, may need some kind of complementary care like what a vascular doctor is going to do. And and so everybody heals themselves. All we can do is send a healing to her and that's all a doctor can do too. You know, we all heal ourselves. So hopefully that will help. The work that I do, the work that doctors and other medical providers do is complementary to one another, but it's always the person's spirit that helps them heal. So I hope she feels better. I hope that helps. Yes, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Looks like we got Myra next. Hi, Myra. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. It's been some time that uh, I haven't talked to you. Well, I'm delighted to see your beautiful face. Thank you. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you located? Miami. Miami. Yeah, Miami, Florida. Yes. We got two Florida girls back to back here tonight. <laughs> you got a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, I've called you before regarding my uh, grandson remember that he had seizures when he the first one was when he was four months and they haven't stopped still he's going to be 14 months um mm -hmm. they have uh done several kind of medications and keep trying but um, just the night before yesterday he had another one and um they're long you know they're like uh they're not impressive. They're like, he just uh, kind of twist his uh, arm and his uh, leg. But um, I just wanted to see if you could scan him again and see what you can do. We're desperate here with that baby because he's so happy. Yes. And then all of a sudden he starts. Remind me of his first name. Bryce. B-R-Y-C-E, Bryce. Okay, Bryce. All right, I'm going to connect into you and from you to your baby. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading down to Miami. All right, got you going to Bryce. Bryce, I'm talking to your grandmother. What does he call you? Uh, he still doesn't say any names, but everybody calls me Abby. Abby. All right, we're talking to your Abby. That's a new one on me. I haven't heard that before. All right. And then, is it okay if I scan you? He's saying yes. All right. So I'm in there. We're doing a heavy metal detox on him, Maida. And uh, so imagine two U-shaped magnets are around him. 
joined in the middle. They're going up and down his body. They turn a quarter of a turn till they get all the way around and pulls out all the me- metallic particulates. I think we talked about this before. If if you thought or his doctors will probably never admit to this, but is he vaccine injured? Did he start having the seizures after he had had some vaccines? Uh, well, actually, the first seizure, when they took him to the hospital, they didn't know anything. When they took him, they, he tested positive for COVID, for okay. COVID-19. So that's the first seizure. He had four months. Um, mm-hmm. Then, yes, he had some vaccines after that. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had the MMR because my daughter doesn't want to give him that one. Good. Good. I think I think hold off on those until they figure out what's going on with the seizures. So I'm in his brain looking around right now, and there is some scar tissue in there. Brain matter looks like thick cooked oatmeal to me. Scar tissue in the brain looks like chicken cartilage, the kind you'd see in a chicken breast with the bone in. And so I'm scooping that out. What it can do is it can occlude neural pathways. So I'm scooping that out using a little stem cell energy, light amber colored gel, sparkles, dippity-doo, hair gel, reminds me of that. And putting that in where the the um, scar tissue's been removed. And then there's a little vortex spinning above each area that's being regenerated. So I've got that going on. There are about five areas I'm seeing. And it's kind of like when there's scar tissue, the electrical current through the nerves gets impeded. If you have a, a break in a cord and it's plugged into the outlet and sometimes it'll spark, you know, if you have a cord that has some kind of an impedance, it keeps the electricity from going through. That's what it reminds me of in the brain or, or anywhere in the body with the neurological system. So I've got that going on. All right. Neural pathways are all lit up. When they're all lit up, they remind me of a laser system as part of a security system in a like a museum or a, or someplace where you've probably seen a movie where the thief is going in to steal a painting and he's got to step over and under the laser beams. That's what it looks like to me. So he's all lit up. I think this is vaccine related. I really do. That's what I've gotten about four times. Yeah, the thing so. is that they can't they can find the right medication. They keep uh, changing medication. He keeps having seizures. Like he's having, mm-hmm. like every two, three weeks he has one. And mm-hmm. some of them are super long, you know? I'm so sorry. What is he eating? What does he eat? I'm getting restrict sugar. Put him on just protein and high fat. Restrict sugar, no juice boxes, stay away from fruit, that kind of thing. They found that with epileptic children, if they put them on a keto diet, that the it, it can stop the seizures. He's a baby, so I don't know what he's eating, but is he on a bottle? Baby food, basically. Still? No, he's still on baby food, basically, you know, from uh, Gerber and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff has sugar in it. So see if you can talk them into just keeping him on, uh, look up epilepsy and epileptic seizures and keto diets. I know that's a really big thing. The other thing 
The other thing, too, is look up a guy, and he's in Miami. Look up a guy named David Perlmutter, P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R, Dr. Perlmutter. And he talks about that. I've heard him talk about keto diet stops epileptic seizures. So whether they're epileptic or any kind of seizures, it might be worth trying. I'm, that's what I'm getting is to is to limit his refined carbs. Okay, are you getting if he's going if those seizures are going to stop or not, or you can't get that? I think he can heal from it. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. But I I'm getting vaccine related, and in the short run try the diet thing. Keep him away from the vaccines and and keep him off of anything that's, you know, refined. I mean, that baby food, a lot of it has sugar in it and it's all, what, it's all mushed up. So it absorbs really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think his Abby may need to cook for him. Um, I might need to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay, Julie. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Good luck with all of that. Okay. Bye-bye. So it looks like our next caller is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. How you doing? I'm good. Um, Where are you good? I am in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. What is that behind you? That is so interesting. Is it a is it a like a tapestry thing? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's made out of um, material. It's actually from my parents. I'm not sure where they got it from, but they Fabulous. gave it to me. So, yeah, wonderful. Well, terrific. Got a question for me? I do. Um, I'm just. Uh, it's actually about my um, cat Charlie. Um, I, I, I recently just got married and I'm living apart from my wife and, um, we can't get the animals to uh, live with each other. Um, (laughs) my, my wife's dog will eat my cat. So, um, we are, have been living apart for the past seven years and we're trying to find a way for them to live together. Her dog's name is Sawyer and my cat's name is Charlie. And Charlie's 17 years old. He's an old guy. And I am worried about moving into her house. Um, we were talked about separating the downstairs from the upstairs just to keep them safe or to keep him safe. And we're trying to figure out a way for them to live together or if it would even be a good idea to make a move with a 17-year-old cat into a new home. And um, it's, it's a lot of anxiety between us. So we're just trying to figure out what our next step should be, if we should even do it. Is there a way to do it? Um, and I'm reading your one of your books and the angelic attendance and I just happened to see that you you know I looked into you and I just think it's absolutely fascinating what you do and I just wondered if you could help shed some light on as far as what we can do 
Yeah. What kind of dog is Sawyer? Sawyer is, uh, it's like a livestock guardian dog, um, like a great Pyrenees uh, mix. Um, I'm not sure what she's mixed with. Uh, Maybe a, a German Shepherd of some sort mix. And um, and then Charlie is just a regular tabby, American short hair. I always thought that dogs were the boss and terrorized cats. The more cats and dogs I see together, the cats are the boss. Every most most times. So it's interesting that Sawyer seems to be terrorizing Charlie. And can you, you don't want to keep Charlie in a room, right? Because he has the run of your current house. Um, well, we're, we're in, i am got some different living arrangements right now where I'm actually in the basement of a home and I'm just for temporary and, and he's just has a small area as it is right now. Um, so yeah, it, if we made the move into her house, we would be in the downstairs or he would be in the downstairs in the basement area, not just one room, but a small area, but not just one room. Okay. And you've had them together how many times? Just once or twice and Stoyer went nuts? One time and then, yeah, and she was trying to chase him like he, she was going to kill him. Okay. So let's talk to both of them. So Charlie, are you okay to move into a new home? (laughs) He says, as long as you keep that beast away from me, (laughs) the beast. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty funny. And he's very connected to you. So he wants to be with you. Does he sit on you when you're watching TV and stuff like that? Will he come snuggle with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. What happens to Sawyer at night? Does she have the run of the house? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so let's talk to Sawyer. When when you told me that Sawyer was chasing him, I got that she wanted to play. Okay. I I I didn't get that she was going to hurt him, and I think like what I was saying a minute ago, every cat and dog that I see, <laughs> the cat is the boss, which is not what I thought was the case. I've never had a cat. But our dog, Katie, when she was alive, there was a cat across the street. And Katie would be in the front yard and she'd position herself so she could see the cat out of her peripheral vision. And then she wouldn't move. She And she was German Shepherd. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, I, I think Sawyer wants to play. So well, I just, yeah, I just worry about his Charlie's age cause he's older. And I've heard that if you, you move a pet when they're older, then that could be, you know, kind of detrimental to their health. And I'm just wondering if his health is good enough with him being 17 and making a, a big move like that, if that would be a good thing or if it would be something that might you know I kind of want to know what he what he thinks about that he I heard absolutely he's fine to move and he told me he was fine to move 
when I first started talking to him. He said he's okay with it. I think it's kind of like when you bring a new baby, when somebody brings a new baby home from the hospital, they they let the pets gently get used to them, you know, let the baby, let the dog smell them, let the cat smell them, that kind of thing. I think that's what you're going to need to do. So maybe you can have Sawyer, maybe your wife can have Sawyer on a leash when you bring Charlie into the house. And uh, how old is Sawyer? Is Sawyer young? Five. Yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer wants to play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So chasing him, was was she growling and acting like she was just going to rip him to shreds? Just, you know, just had major eye contact, you know, just would not leave him alone. It, it, it was just watching him wherever he was, wherever he was. We, we had him separated with a baby gate, but she was just looking down the stairs where he was downstairs and and would not leave him alone at all like it's somebody that was in his her I'm sorry somebody in in an intruder in her home and and just was totally concentrated on that and couldn't do anything else but concentrate on it so yeah he was an alien to her he was like she she was like, what the heck is this thing? And so, yeah, so it, so introduce them. You know, you hold him, let her be on a leash. You guys, you know, can talk her through it, and it may take some time, but I think Charlie's going to end up being the boss. Okay. He just told me, he said, I am the boss. <laughs> okay. So I hope that helped. Yeah, imagine that he's your baby that you're bringing home to introduce to the dog. Okay. And treat it like that. Yeah. Okay. And I would keep them separated when you're not there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But but I don't think it's worth you guys halting your life for these pets. You can make that happen, but they just need to have a little bit of time to acclimate to one another. Okay. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think.
We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com and you can join the fun and uh, and we'll get you on and, and get your questions answered. Because, you know, I am a buffet of psychicness. So whatever your questions are, we can ask Spirit and get information for you. We post information on calling in on all of my social media, everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. And we also send out a notice the day of the show along with a blog, which is a question somebody has submitted online and then I answer it. And those are always interesting. I'll read it here in a second. So go to AskJulieRyan.com for more information. You can schedule an appointment there with me and then I'll have you for a whole hour. I love that. And that that I'm scheduled out a little bit. The key is get on my calendar, then periodically check the reschedule button on your confirmation email and it will show when earlier dates and times open up. They open up every week. I promise you, usually multiple times a week. And a lot of times you can get in within a matter of a few days or, or weeks, but you can you can move up your appointment. So you want to do that. We sign up for the live for next uh, Tuesday, the 18th of July. My online training, Angels and Enlightenment training, is available anytime. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com. You want the Angels and Enlightenment training. That's self-paced. It's online. You learn how to communicate with spirit. You learn about the 12 phases of transition. And most importantly, there are graduate practice sessions with graduates of my in-person class uh, at Angelic Attendant Training. So we got AET, which is online, AAT, which is the in-person one. And that's going to be held. The next one's going to be held in November in Atlanta. So come join us. Lots going on. Lots of fun. Everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. All righty. Let's go to the question of the week. And this one, got to put on my glasses so I can see what I'm reading here, comes from Ivy. And Ivy lives in Ellsworth, Maine. And she says, hi, Julie. I just had the pleasure of watching you on the Next Level Soul Talk Show with Alex. I'm amazed, intrigued, and eager to check into your work. I could think of a hundred things to ask you, but right now I'm dealing with a hair loss issue. I'm getting bald spots and I cannot figure out why. My doctor's done some blood work and nothing has shown up. Baldness doesn't run in my family and I'm trying really hard to come up with a way to remedy it. Do you have any suggestions? Thank you so much for all you do. I'm so grateful that I came across your show. And here's my response. Hi, Ivy. Thanks for watching this show and for your kind comments. Women's health expert Christian Northrup, MD, says, quote, studies have found that women with insulin resistance have a greater risk of experiencing female pattern baldness. In order to stave off hair loss and support healthy hair growth, focus on eating a balanced whole food diet, end quote. So what we were just talking about with Maida, with the baby, her baby, and low carb, keto diet, don't want to have sugar in there. And it's not just table sugar or cookies or candy or something like that. It's anything that's processed is going to absorb like sugar. So stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. That's kind of my rule of thumb 
when I'm figuring out what I want to eat. It's, I always ask myself, did God make this or did man make this? And I, I try and stay with at least 80% of the time. I went on to say, once I connected with you energetically, I could see in my mind's eye what looked like dormant slash inactive hair follicles in several areas of your scalp. Further investigation showed a lot of inflammation throughout your whole body. I got, again in quotes, your hair loss is due to a combination of high blood sugar levels and lack of estrogen. Next, I watched a healing occur that included stem cell energy applied to your scalp to reinvigorate your hair follicles and then to your vascular system to give it a tune-up. Regarding the high blood sugar issue, you may want to read Glucose Revolution by Jesse Inchespay. I think that's how she pronounced it. Inchespay, I think is how she pronounces it. It's French. As a, as a research scientist, Jesse offers practical and easy to implement suggestions. On the hormone front, you may want to find an OBGYN who works with bioidentical hormones. That's what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. The best way to find a practitioner is to call a couple of compounding pharmacies in your area and ask who's prescribing bioidentical hormones through them. Hope this helps. A compounding pharmacy, for those of you that are not familiar with that term, is a pharmacy that makes prescriptions for individuals. They don't just pour pills into a bottle, into a smaller you know, um, container out of a big bottle from Big Pharma. They actually make them from scratch. It's kind of like an old-fashioned pharmacy when they used to make all their prescriptions from scratch. So I hope that helps, and I hope that helps with your hair. Hi, Christine. Hi, Julie. How are you doing, my girl? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Terrific. Tell everybody where you're located, please. I'm in Long Beach, California. All righty. You got a question for me? Yeah. I'm wondering if you can scan my dog, Jax. Yeah. What's going on with Jax? What kind is he? Um, he's a mix, like a shepherd and Rottweiler mix. Okay. What's going on with Jax? He's nine years old and his chest has been widening. The space between hmm. his front paws are getting wider. And I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with him. Wider, W-I-D-E-R, not whiter, like the color white. You're saying wider, like they're spreading out? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I will get him on my radar. I'm going to connect to you and from you to Jax. So here we go. Heading towards the Queen Mary and the Spruce Goose in Long Beach, right? Yeah. When I'm talking about the Queen Mary is the ship that was retired and you can go through it in Long Beach. And the Spruce Goose was Howard Hughes's plane that's about as big as a ship, isn't it? That thing is just massive. And you can get in that as well, both in Long Beach. All right. Got that. Got you. Got Jax. Jax, what's going on with your feet? I'm getting that there, his toes are spreading out like, like when a human is losing the arch in their foot. You know, the the foot kind of falls a little bit and the toes spread out. I'm getting that it has to do with that. Is it anything to worry about? No. Is he limping? 
No, um, he had some preliminary blood work, and um, the vet said it could be Cushing's. I get a no on that. I get a I get a no on that. I I get it's nothing to worry about. Yeah, what's going on with the his chest is expanding. It's like it's getting bigger, but he's not gaining weight. Oh, he did. He he gained a ton of weight. Like, okay. All right. Uh so why is so his chest has gotten bigger because he's gained a bunch of weight. I I get it's more diabetes related. Oh, okay. That's what the weight gain is from, is what I'm getting. I'm not getting that it's Cushing's. I'm getting that it's diabetes related. And do, animals can get diabetes. Uh, I, I'm getting a positive on that. So <clears throat> ask ask his vet about that. Did they put him on special food? No. Not okay. yet. Does he seem to have any other symptoms other than he gained a bunch of weight really fast? Um, he drinks a lot of water. He pants a lot. Diabetes. So it happens with diabetics, human diabetics, is they're thirsty all the time. And that is one of the symptoms too. I'm getting that this is diabetic related. Okay. So let us know what you find out. He's saying ecstatic. Okay. He <laughs> ecstatic. lost a little yeah. last year. Oh, you had another pet? Yeah, the, the one right behind me over here. I can't see it, but that's all right. Oh, oh are you going to get another one? Um, maybe. I think he needs a friend, but um, not at this time. Yeah, you want to get him well first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let us know what you find out. Okay. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye, Christine. Bye, Julie. Hi, Mimosa. Hi, big girl. How are you? Hey, I miss seeing you. Bye. I miss you too, everybody. Mimosa is a graduate of my angelic attendant training. So she does the woo-woo too. You got to, you got to, and you, everybody can do this, right? Tell everybody. I mean, are you amazed at how at how easily this is to do? Yeah, I mean, I I've had a lot of people ask me, and um, I have to say, it's really life changing. I mean, if I had a choice between finding the love of my life, winning the lottery, and not getting to take your class or take your class, I would always choose take your class. Oh, I promise I didn't put her up to that, everybody. You sweet girl. Yeah, it's uh, it's really changed my life. And um, I it's sometimes it's hard to describe because, you know, I'm I feel a lot of things. But, um, you know, I I generally think that I have a high vibe, but my vibe got even higher after your class. Like I can feel it. So, yeah, yeah I really miss it. <laughs> And during the class, the vibe is crazy high too, isn't it? Oh my gosh, crazy high. And then it like stays with you too. So yeah, it's amazing. I miss it. Oh, well, please tell everybody where you're located. Um, This week I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm normally in Southern California, but um, I'm visiting up here this week. All right, well, have fun. Thank you. (laughs) I'm actually calling for my friend who's a sister from another mister um 
I've been like trying to tune in also, but um, just need for you to do uh, another look. Um, her name is Barbara and she's okay. really close to me. She's five minutes from here in Pleasant Hill. And um, she's been having for a few years now, this neuropathy in her feet. Um, that's how she describes the pain. And she also had her plantar fasciitis ruptured. Um, you know, doctor can't figure it out. Um, I've, I've uh, told her about the magnesium and um, physical therapy. Uh, and so I was wondering if you could please um, take a look and just see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. How old is Barbara or how young is Barbara? I should say. Um, Barbara is a few years older than me. She's um, like in her mid mid forties, I'd say like around my age. Okay. Okay. All right. And part of the thing too, that I teach in the class is when you're scanning somebody that's really important to you, a loved one, it's always good to get a second opinion because sometimes it can be skewed because you don't want to recognize what you're seeing. I had that when my Mima was dying. I saw her spirit out of her body, Mimosa, and I thought, oh, I'm just imagining that. No, she died like an hour later. And, and so I learned my lesson that when we're talking about scanning somebody that we're really close to, We'll get an accurate reading most of the time, but it's always good to get some validation for what's going on with that too. And that's why the practice groups, you know, are so valuable in all of my trainings. So I'm going to connect from you to her. She's close by, you said, five minutes away. So comes my latest being from Sweet Home, Alabama. Heading to you. All right, got you going to Barbara. Barbara, I'm talking to Mimosa. I know it's fine, is what she said. All right, let me see what's going on with the feet. The energy went to her right foot first, Mimosa. So let me see what's happening in the right foot. Let me go in there. Is that the one that the plantar fascia was a problem? Do you know? That's where it, that's what I'm seeing. So I'm watching stem cell energy, light amber color gel, sparkles, reminds me of watery hair gel, dippity doo. And that's being applied onto that ligament. And there's a vortex spinning above her foot that's regenerating that ligament. So got that going. What caused the ligament to rupture? I get, I know you know about the low magnesium. I'm getting, does she have a calcium issue going on as well? I know we think of that as bones, but... I get low calcium. I get her her vitamins and minerals and stuff are all messed up. She's she's just like her electrolytes and her vitamins and minerals and all that jazz are not they're not right. So Dr. Amasanti sent her to dramasanti.com, Dr. Maria, and and let her help her with her immune system. I would do that. Okay, so that's being healed in the meantime. All right, neuropathy. So let's just roto-rooter her vascular system and her neurological system. We'll do them simultaneously just because we'll layer the healings for a times from a time standpoint. What I was talking about earlier, and you know this, so for everybody else that's listening and watching, imagine that the vascular system and the neurological system is a network of tubing. I say picture 
aquarium tubing. The vascular tubing is bigger diameter. The uh, nerve tubing looks like spaghetti, the, uh, the diameter of spaghetti. So imagine there are corkscrews that are spinning inside that tubing mimosa, and it's getting out any kind of debris in there, dead cells, other kinds of debris that can get in there. We're irrigating both from the top of the head out through the bottom of the feet. The irrigation fluid, as I see it, comes out the bottom of the feet and comes out the end of the toes. So it makes the foot look like a sprinkler, if you can imagine that. And then stem cell energy going into both networks of tubing. All right, it's filling. And then there's a vortex above her head, beneath her feet, on either side of her front and behind, all spinning concurrently. And that's going to regenerate her neurological system and her vascular system. Is she diabetic? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Because most of the time, there's a neuro- if there's a neuropathy problem, a big percentage of the time, they're diabetic or pre-diabetic. Mm. Okay. So okay. does she eat a healthy diet? Do you know? Yeah, generally she eats very healthy. She's been trying, you know, harder and harder because we all know that that helps with the inflammation and the pain. Right. Um, yeah. So, but I think your suggestion of um, her seeing uh, Dr. Emma Santi for functional medicine, I think is a really good idea. I didn't think of that. Me too. Yeah. And then she can, she, that will help. So she's, she looks good energetically and, and then let Dr. Maria help her with her gut. And then that's where most of it originates. And all that neuropathy thing can heal. It can absolutely be reversed. And it can be reversed with getting the gut healthy. Okay. You are such a sweetie to call for her. Yeah, I um, just been really inspired. So thank you, Julie, for everything that you do. Like, it's so inspiring. You changed my life. So thank you. Oh, I love you. Bye, honey. Bye. Hi, Emily. Hey, how's it going? Great. How are you? I am not bad. Not bad. Well, that's not very convincing. (laughs) Where are you not bad? British Columbia, Canada. Terrific. And you got a question for me? Yeah, so I have a dog, Mabel. She is, well, she said puppy, but she's actually eight. She is, but she's my baby, so she's my puppy. Um, she's a border collie, and a few months ago, she got diagnosed with a condition called mega esophagus, which basically means her mm-hmm. esophagus is dilated where it connects to her stomach. And initially, it wasn't too much of a problem. She was able to keep most things down, except occasionally regurgitating this clear saliva. Um, it's now at the point where we're pretty sure she's terminal and not going to make it very much longer. She's not keeping any food down, any water down. She's lethargic. She's last couple of days not eating any food. Um, so my, I guess my question is, we've kind of come to accept that she's probably on her way out. But I guess just maybe why this happened and, you know, if she's if she's ready to pass on or, you know, where she's at in that transition and how I can help her. Okay. All right. I'm going to connect into you and from you to Mabel. I love her name. I Great name. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in BC. Got you. All right, Mabel. Her spirit's out of her body. 
So she is dying. So let's ask her some questions. Mabel, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain at times? What do you need for them to let me go? Have you thought about euthanizing her? Are you just going to let her decide when it's time? What's your plan on that? We actually have it booked for Tuesday. So I was just, um, yeah, kind of wanting to see, you know, if there, if she can provide some insight as to why this came on so, so suddenly in her life and out of the blue. And, you know, maybe there's, she can give some insight to you as to why she's, you know, her time is now. Well, at first she said, because she she's ready to go. So that's why it came on. She said she didn't want it to be long and drawn out. And she said it was genetic. It would be interesting to see, did you get her from a breeder or from a shelter or where'd you get her? No, there she is. There she is. Oh, hi, sweet baby. She, we had her since she was born. It was my husband's family's dog who had puppies. And so she's been with us since day one. Yeah, there's some kind of anomaly that's genetic, she's saying, that's going on. Oh, what a sweetie. Yeah. So is the is the vet going to come to your house or are you going to take her somewhere? Yeah, the vet's coming to her house. Good. All right. Well, just snuggle her and cuddle her like what you're doing. And um, yeah, her spirit's out of her body. So I can't scan her right now, Emily, because the spirit is the power source for the body. So it's kind of like looking at an x-ray in a pitch black room without any electricity. So we can talk to her and I can see what's going on outside, but I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, just, just love on her. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, Megan. Hi, Julie. How are you, my girl? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Where are you located? I am located in Conroe, Texas. Okay. Looks like you're located in a car at the moment. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we were just getting home from traveling, so I didn't want to disrupt the connection by going inside or anything. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you got a question for me? Yes, ma'am. Um, so my daughter was has a new medical diagnosis, and I wanted to see if my husband and I were on the new, like, on the correct track as far as getting her um, treated, or if there was maybe something else that we needed to consider, possibly. So tell us your daughter's first name, and tell us what's going on with your daughter and what the diagnosis is. So my daughter's name is Evelyn, and she was diagnosed with um, neuroblastoma uh, stage four on her second birthday, which just passed on the 22nd of last month. Oh, honey. Good heavens. Wow. Okay. All right. And so how are they treating it? What's going on? Um, currently, the plan is chemotherapy to start along with um, other like supportive therapies that are kind of like high tech therapies. There's only a few in the nation that do them. Um, but they want to do 
chemo to start to kill off and shrink as much of, of the cancer as they can before they go in to essentially remove the tumor that they did find on her kidney. Okay. I think of glioblastoma as brain cancer. Is that not what this is? It's a little different, which is what I I thought. But with this uh, neuroblastoma, it's very deceiving in the name, but it originates near the adrenal gland on your kidneys. And it is found mainly in kids under two. Wow. Neuroblastoma, glioblastoma is, is what I had it confused with in the brain. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. And you're still standing and you look amazing. I, I you, God bless you. Oh my uh, goodness. We're, we're, we're trying, you know, good days and bad days, but. I bet. All right. I'm going to connect into you in Texas and I'm going to go from you to Evelyn. So here we go. All right. Got you going from you to Evelyn. I ask babies if I can scan them. And I ask everybody if somebody's asking me to scan them. Uh, and it's not the person with whom I'm working because I think it's their spirit's prerogative to say yes or no. And I won't do it. I can, but I won't do it if somebody says no, because I think it's an invasion of their privacy. Even even fetuses, I, I ask their permission. So, all right, Miss Evelyn, is it okay if I'm talking to your mommy? Is it okay if I skin you? She goes, sure. Oh, she's darling. Oh, all right. So going in. All right, I'm I'm looking at her from behind. It's going in behind the hologram of her that's in my mind's eye. Um, the energy is going to the left kidney first. On the left side, I don't know if that's where the tumor is, but I'm just following where the energy. That's where the tumor is. Okay. All right. So we're encapsulating that and then we're removing that. So imagine putting a capsule around it and then removing it. It's got tentacles in it. It's got a blood supply. So those are being removed. Let's do a DNA healing on her, Megan. DNA looks like strips of paper you'd find inside a fortune cookie with a fortune written on it comprised of four nucleic acids. They're represented by four letters, A, T, C, G. They come out of an X chromosome. Everybody has an X. Boys have X and a Y. Girls have two Xs. I'm taking you back to your third grade science lessons here, maybe fourth grade. And so seven strands of DNA have come out of an X chromosome for baby Evelyn. Imagine those letters are getting rearranged, resequenced. Imagine playing, have you ever played Scrabble? the word game where you move a letter up and over to form a word. That's what I'm watching in warp speed. When the strand is reconfigured, it snaps back into the X chromosome. Three have snapped back in. We've got four more to go. I will normally see seven, six to eight on somebody that has cancer. So she's not dying at the moment. Her spirit's in her body. So she's not dying um, what was her symptom while I'm watching this healing happen? You know, we're girls, so we can multitask. But what's what were her symptoms? Um, she started limping, and it was very odd to see my two-year-old, who was running normally one day, start kind of limping. 
And then she was sick and just couldn't shake being sick. And we were back and forth from the doctors like every couple of days to try to figure out what it was. And they kept trying to figure it out. And then finally, after her just being sick for six weeks, they ran a gamut of tests and started kind of doing more investigation. And then they initially thought it might have been leukemia. And that's when they did more scans and and found the tumor. Okay. All right. So the tumor's been removed. Her DNA's been resequenced. Let's do a lymph cleanse. Imagine there's an oval, vertical oval tube that's in front of her body. It's inside her body, but on the front side of her body, Megan, and all her lymph fluids in there. Lymph fluid is an amber color as I see it as it comes to me. It's kind of globby. Have you ever seen a lava lamp? The globby fluid inside a lava lamp? That's what it reminds me of. There's a hole that's opened on the bottom of each foot and the lymph fluid is spinning really fast and any kind of the toxins in the lymph fluid are coming out the bottom of her feet. At the same time, there's this big dome that's come down on top of her and it's pulling out any lymph nodes that have sequestered the toxins. Lymph nodes look like D3 capsules to me. And if they have toxins in them, they can look brown or black. And those are being sucked out. And then she's sprinkled with stem cell energy, which is going to regenerate those lymph nodes where they're needed. I'm also doing a heavy metal detox, two big U-shaped magnets joined in the metal going up and down her body, turning a quarter of a turn all the way around her to get any kind of metallic particulates out of there. So we've got that. There's a a research scientist at Boston College named Thomas Seafried. And it's it's S-E-Y-F-R-I-E-D, Thomas, Boston College. And uh, you want to read his stuff. Find him. He's got a book out, but just Google him. And he's been on a bunch of different interviews. The guy is a genius. And what he says about cancer and how to treat it really makes a lot of sense. So you want to you want to check into that as well and um so you're in you're you have access to lots of wonderful medical centers down there we do yeah and we've been very fortunate to have had a wonderful medical team so far okay all right well i will remember you in my prayers and um that baby right now she she looks perfect energetically. So do the medical stuff on the side, join in the middle. I, I, I get she's going to make a complete recovery. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling in. Okay, everybody. That's it for this week. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Mwah. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.